It's The Last Fry, a podcast that brings you the same joy you experience when you find that last French fry at the bottom of your fast food bag. Join Patrick and Deacon B for humorous, inspiring, and joy-filled discussions about a variety of life-related topics that will help you make tomorrow better by besting your yesterday. Here's Patrick and Deacon B. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa, do I love that intro? You just can't. How can you not? You can't be. You, you got to be happy. You got to be happy when you hear that intro. Yeah, it's uh, good stuff. Today is actually the first show in the month of May, ladies and gentlemen. So as it is the month of May, lots of stuff going on in May. Lots mm-hmm. of these uh, cultural celebrations. So in uh, sort of uh, celebration of our celebration episodes. Today we have a double, a, a, a combo unit. So yes, coming do. up here on Thursday is Cinco de Mayo, which we will uh, talk about a little bit. And on this Sunday is a Mother's Day. So mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, welcome into Cinco de Mamo here on The Last Fry. And uh, thank you very much. We're going to jump right into it. Patrick, how are you doing I am doing day. well, Deacon. Is, I'm doing really well. That's Pretty fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, so uh, we've got some some fun facts for mm-hmm. you coming up mm-hmm. uh, on both Cinco de Mayo and Mother's Day. We've got some personal stories. We're going to jump into something special coming up your way <laughs> yes, uh, as we well. <laughs> and then uh, send you out with some love and joy and well wishes for the week ahead. So uh, let's, uh, what do you say we jump right in? How about that? Yes, let's do that. So I did a little bit of research about Cinco de Mayo because there's been talk in recent years that Cinco de Mayo has been created by the large alcohol and liquor companies so that they can sell more booze in May. Well, there and you I go. That's I, not, I wonder if that's really a thing. Yeah, so check it out because it's not yep. it's not untrue. There's a lot of, there's a lot of booze that <laughs> gets uh, distributed around, yes. around Cinco de Mayo. So I went to the Smithsonian Institute and found some, because uh, they're a pretty reliable resource, found out some information. So let's do a little uh, game show. Should we do a little game show? Can we, yeah, we'll can just we do use that. our game show voices that we, our we, children we, yes, make we, fun yeah. of us for using? All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome <laughs> in to the last Fry Cinco de Mamo game show. Patrick will be your host. I will be the guest guesser. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Deacon B. Question for you. Okay. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Is, is Mexico's Independence Day true or false? I I am going to have to go with uh, false. I'm going to say false, false on that one. False is correct. Ding, ding, ding. False is correct. That's fantastic. Thank you very the much. actual Independence Day, Mexico's Independence Day, is September 16th. So it's kind of oh. the same as the U.S.'s July 4th. There we go. Okay, so then what, what? So what? Is, what actually happened? Yeah, right, yeah what happened? Right. Tell us the story. So it Grandpa is a holiday. Lina, can you tell <laughs> us the story of Cinco de Mayo? Well, once upon a time, kids, <laughs> there was a battle in Puebla, Mexico, between them, small Mexican army and the overwhelming French army in <gasps> a little place called Puebla, and it's called the Battle of Puebla, which took place on May fifth, eighteen. 62. And then did they win? Yes. 
Yes, Who they won? were. They, the Mexican army won the initial battle and held on to Puebla. But the French did finally win over later on uh, in that year. And uh, the Mexicans got it back from the French with the help of the United States. Well, there we go. So how about that? How about that? Cinco de Mayo. The celebration of a uh, a military victory of the underdogs, so to speak, the David and Goliath yep, of exactly. the Mexican uh, of Mexican era. There, so that's fantastic. Yep. So the Battle of Puebla is what is not Pueblo Puebla uh, is what is celebrated on the fifth uh, of May. So it's really a thing. Now it's not nearly celebrated as big in Mexico as Independence Day. But right. it's still no, is a date of significance to the Mexican people. Yeah, <clears throat> nothing is as as prominent as here in the United States. Yeah, um, yeah the again, um, oftentimes great cultural victories are used as an excuse for uh, over utilization of food and beverage, mm-hmm. and Marketing. so mm-hmm. uh, you might end up with your own sort of seis de mayo side effects of uh, too much food and too much beverage. So definitely the uh, food and beverage manufacturers may not have intended to have the day uh, be a commercialized event, but uh, certainly they are not complaining. No, they are not. All the way to the bank, they're not complaining. All the way way to the Frito-Lay bank. All right, Deacon B, your bonus question for the game show. The frozen margarita, which is consumed heavily during Cinco de Mayo celebrations in the United States, was invented in the early 1900s to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. True or false? I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go with true on the frozen margarita. Well, I am so sorry about that. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um. It is. It was actually invented um, in the 40s, in the 1940s, and it didn't become a consistent product until the frozen margar- mar- mar- margarita machine. <laughs> have you had a few too many? I, I think had? I might have. Uh, was <laughs> invented um, in the in the late 40s, and uh, believe it or not, just a little bit of trivia for you: the frozen margarita surpassed the martini in popularity in the 1970s. I believe it. I believe it. I, I probably should have thought more about that as, uh, you know, I'm kind of a science guy. And, uh, you know, ice, probably not the ice, the blender. I don't know when Hamilton Beach put out the first blender, but it probably wasn't back mm. in whatever, 1800s. I'm thinking right. I don't know they had blenders back then. So should have that one through. Uh, but, yeah, look at that. Welcome to go. the welcome to the frozen margarita. And then there was always Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett. Oh, yes, the Buffett Margaritaville uh, vaulted the beverage onto the big public right. scene. Um, with that, uh, with that famous song, really uh, brought the margarita to the forefront, and, and now it's available at every restaurant, Mexican or otherwise, in the uh, North American. There we go. Part of the United States. Little, little gift. So, yep. Little gift. When, like everything else, a little bit of freedom ends up in a frozen margarita. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure exactly how that wins. Every, I every guess. victory is that. In every victory needs a frozen margarita. Is that how it works? I'm not sure. Oh but, my goodness. There we go. So they, the, there you go, folks. Yeah. Thank you very much for that walk down. Yep. Um, now let's jump into. Uh, let's switch switch it around. Can we switch it around? Okay. All right. I'll be the host. You be the guesser. Uh, let's very jump good. into Mother's Day. Here we Mother's go. Day. Uh, Mother's Day. So we're going to go back in time. Uh, true or false? Mother's Day was originally designed by uh, the mom of one of the Civil War 
uh, soldiers as, as a means to sort of unify North and South through the moms. Because if you want to mm. get to the boys who are fighting, you go through the moms. True or false? So you're saying there's a connection between Mother's Day and the Civil War. I'm going to say false. That is absolutely incorrect. Oh, so man. sorry. There you go. So sorry. Yeah, so back in 1868, Ann Jarvis uh, decides, hey, this Civil War is is crazy. Let's let's if we, we have the moms from the north and the moms from the south get together and 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 have a, a day of of uh, compassion, a day of intimacy, a day of love, a day of uh, reconciliation, and then maybe maybe if the moms start getting together, then that will, that will sort of pass down to the kiddos. So yeah, so she came up with this idea. Her daughter continued the tradition. Uh, the first sort of official kind of day was back in 1908 and then uh 1914 who was the president in 1914 i'm going <laughs> with um ronald reagan that is absolutely incorrect <laughs> yes so uh, i mean I, I think maybe i don't know were you in middle school in 1914 when when ronald reagan was shot i yeah, think so, i was actually yes yeah yes. so ni- 1914 was not ronald reagan uh a fine man woodrow wilson was president back then and oh, he made it the official holiday, second Sunday in May, should be dedicated to to moms and to oh, this uh, this go. idea of uh, of reconciliation and uh, and companionship. So it starts off officially, and then um, you know what happens here in America. Uh, true or false? The day was designed to be uh, around relationship building and. Um, familial closeness and sort of the celebration of the love of a mom. And, and it turned into a giant multi-billion dollar consumer fundango. True or false? That is a true statement. That's correct. True. Unless you've been living under a rock, you know that to be true. Right. So, um, absolutely. It took over, uh, the commercialization, the presents and the cards and the flowers and the, all the stuff that, that is kind of currently associated with it. Uh, and to the point where the originator, Anne Jarvis, decides that she she's done with it. So she actually, true or false? I'm going to make a question. Sorry, I kind of pre, preloaded the answer, but uh, true or false? I'll, I'll take a good guess. The originator of Mother's Day ended up uh, protesting and dedicating a lot of the latter years of her life to to shutting it down, uh, true or false? Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So she, uh, yeah, she spent a lot of her money and ended up, uh, sadly, uh, at the age of 84, she died in a sanatorium, <laughs> which I think is perhaps very fitting because there's not a mother on this planet who hasn't at one time said to her children, you're driving me insane. Exactly. So there's uh Happy Mother's Day. Happy Every, Mother's Day. Everybody, um, you're celebrating somebody who um, ended up dying in a sanatorium. But no, it really is. It's a it's a great day, and we'll, we'll talk about a little bit more of this towards the end of the show. Uh, a shout-out to our moms, our lovely mm-hmm. wives who were moms, and all those fantastic women out there who bring life into the world and spread love through their sacrificial efforts and dedication to their family. So we love moms here on The Last Fry, mm-hmm. and we hope that you love yours as well. Well, I'm pretty sure the last show was dedicated to the moms because the dads got pretty roasted. Yeah, for those of you who the, listened uh, to the, the children takeover show. Although there were some tender yeah. moments. I was there impressed. Were, there were. There really were. There were, some, there were some tender moments. that. And that, just to let everybody know that uh, Deacon B and I were not on at all. The, the, when you heard us 
during that show was actually we inserted ourselves after the fact. So that show was unscripted. That, that Those were our five kids total uh, sharing their some of their experiences with us. And I, it was really tender. But they, they did a good job roasting us with her. Radio, radio voices because <laughs> they made it sound like I talk. Yeah. They made it sound like I talk like this all the, all time. the time. Ladies and gentlemen, my children, <laughs> Nathan and Brianna, please clean your room, put your socks away, and get to breakfast because we're leaving in five minutes. I don't, I don't, I, I didn't teach my classes like that. Although I actually did have quite a variety of voices when I taught my oh classes. My gosh. And and before we, we before we move on to our next next segment, don't forget to call your mom because you know what. The heaviest call day of the year is Mother's Day. Absolutely. Most phone calls are made on Mother's Day. It spikes. The the Mother's Day and the food. Call your mom. Call your mom. And the Mother's Mother's Day um, eat out. So restaurants, uh, the the delivery, the food, the food preps, uh, the most food prepped day of the year. And why is that, Patrick? Uh, That's because nobody else wants to cook at home and they want to give mom a break so they... Take mom out to dinner or That's brunch right. or whatever, right? <laughs> because every mother's nightmare is to have her husband or child cook for her and then have to deal with the ramifications of both flavor and mess well, in the kitchen. So, Especially if the children delivered breakfast in bed that oh, morning. Yes. Mom needs a real meal later in the day to uh, overcome day. that. Yes. What's typically a sugar fest, right? It's right, the waffles and the pancakes and the cereal. And or the, the burnt SpaghettiOs on top the, of a yes, Pop-Tart. You know, yes, that's every um, yes. mother's dream. Exactly. While so. she's sitting there in bed. <laughs> so, so that... Is yes. that so is, definitely uh, call yeah. call your mama and or you can write her a letter. You go old school oh, yeah. and and write her letter and put it in the mail. Yeah, which like the <gasps> real mail. Oh, what did you just say, man? Did I just say? Did I just? <laughs> that makes me play a song. Here we go. We got some mail. We got some mail. Yes, we do. <sighs> There it is, the Cinco de Mamo mailbag coming at you. So we actually had some real fun uh, feedback from the Takeover show. It was a longer show. It was you know it was it was about an hour in length. Yeah, and, it's, it's um, been our but, longest show since we started. Yeah, yeah. but people have been uh, saying, "Hey, look, we really enjoyed it." It was you know the whole car ride home, where there was you know a longer session or whatever, working out in the gym. Um, that there's some feedback that I was, you know, I was in the gym working out and I, I was, I was trying hard not to laugh out loud, you know, in the, in the, in the gyms that people were afraid they was going to look at me. So, um, a lot of good stuff, uh, coming in about the, the takeover show. So we're so excited about that as oh, well. Excellent. So thanks very much to all our listeners. Please continue to give us your feedback oh, about please. the last fry. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. It's a joy to, it really is a joy to deliver this to you all every week. And, uh, and you never know, the next time the show might be hijacked by our spouses or our children or a combination thereof. You just never know. So stay tuned. Absolutely. And that brings us to the the joyful ending, as we try to do in most shows. Mm-hmm. And and it really is. We really do uh, want to celebrate moms out there. They are um, just wonderful uh, human beings. I know Amen. my mom was amazing. She taught me about love. She told me she loved me every day. She tolerated my brother and I and all of our shenanigans. And, and, you know, everything from fighting with each other to we, she would cook and we had this kind of small kitchen area and, and we would lay down 
and, and spread what? out. And so she's having to step over her arms and her legs and she's got hot pans and hot pots and she's like giggling. And we, then we bring in the, the bar stools. Now she's got this whole obstacle course in the kitchen and she's trying to make stuff, <laughs> but she's got a good, a good sense of humor. And then, oh my you gosh. know, myself, um, you know, goofing around with my own kids and, and watching my wife, uh, truly love her children, um, teaching them about self-sacrifice and, and about what it really means, uh, to have joy. And so moms out there, you guys are awesome. You are the first glimpse of, of joy in, in life of your, your child. Um, you're the first glimpse of, um, sacrificial love. And, uh, I appreciate, I appreciate my mom, appreciate my wife. So Same thanks here. mom. Same love you yes. on Mother's Day. Thanks to all the moms out there who put up with us. Uh, I, I've been accused of being the fourth child in our home yes. a lot of the times because I was just as naughty or rambunctious or misbehaved as my children were. Uh, usually I was, a lot of times I was the instigator that got the children yes. spun up. All, all and then my up. wife had to had, try to control right, the whole paid zoo. The price. Right. So, uh, but, but you're exactly right. Yeah. My mom, hard, hard work, working lady. She, uh, one Mother's Day, we bought her a T-shirt that said "Fireball" because she was she was just a nonstop, hardworking, dedicated mom and wife, and uh, uh, is still is still an amazing lady to this day. And my beautiful bride, as several of you have gotten to meet her through this podcast, is is a wonderful lady and a phenomenal mother uh, to all four of us. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for sure. Sometimes sometimes we're the worst. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So, and you know, and, and some people aren't fortunate enough to have that kind of a, mm, you know, yeah. a mom yeah. and there, but, um, so for whoever was, was that role model for you, be sure to reach out to them, tell them that you love them, you appreciate them mm-hmm. and, um, be that for somebody else. Maybe there's somebody at the office, maybe somebody in the classroom, maybe somebody in the neighborhood, somebody at church, somebody in, in your organization, somebody somewhere that needs, uh, just for for you to step up and to be that sort of support that that show of unconditional love, that idea of um, you know no matter how bad you screw up, I'm still going to give you a hug, and, mm-hmm. and no matter how kind of terrible things get, uh, you know you can look to me for strength. So um, if if you didn't if you didn't have that in your life, uh, then be that for somebody else. And and if it wasn't the the traditional mom setup, um, which for some people it's not, you know, there, there's probably was somebody, maybe a, an aunt or a grandma or a, or a teacher or a neighbor or somebody who kind of, kind of took you under their wing and, and really showed you, you know, that, that, that love is real and, and that you were appreciated. And, uh, so reach out to them and say, mm-hmm. thanks. And, you know, happy, happy. You were a mother to me day for Absolutely. sure. So, Absolutely. Um, Thank you for joining us on the Cinco de Mamo show. We hope you learned a little something. Uh, we hope that you are inspired to make uh, through the, the memory or, or the uh, appreciation of your own loving role model to make your tomorrow better by besting your yesterday, which is, of course, the goal here on The Last Fry. Please visit us on Instagram at The Last Fry Podcast, Facebook at The Last Fry, and Twitter at Last Fry Podcast. Please leave us a comment about this or any of our episodes. 
we really appreciate your feedback. The Pulse bumper music was composed by Evgeny Kiselevich and is used under a royalty-free license purchased through safemusiclist.com. Mailbag music and additional sound effects are provided via a royalty-free license purchased through fesslianstudios.com donation and from the YouTube Studio Library. Use of other sound effects or music beds will be credited in the episode notes when appropriate.